you ever felt a little jealous of someone? Maybe because of how they looked or because of something they owned or, or for some other reason. How did you deal with your jealousy? Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pally. Welcome to Journey with Story. I wonder how some of you answered that question about how you dealt with your jealousy. Perhaps you counted your blessings, you know, focused on all the good things you already had instead of thinking about what someone else had. Or perhaps you just admitted to that person that you were jealous. Sometimes that helps, as what you might find is that people may be jealous of us and what we have and we don't even realise. Well, today's story is an old folktale from Brazil about a woman who is so jealous of her stepdaughter that it makes her act very badly indeed. Mums and dads, this is similar to some of the old vintage fairy tales and so parts of it could be a little scary for very little ones. You might want to take a listen first and make sure that it's suitable for your little listener. A big thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers. We are so grateful for your support. And also a big thanks to all of you who've been rating, reviewing and sharing this podcast with others. Let's take a journey with the little sister of the giants. Once upon a time, there was a little girl who was very beautiful. Her eyes were like the eyes of the gazelle. Her hair hid in its soft waves the deep shadows of the night. Her smile was like the sunrise. Each year as she grew older, she grew also more and more beautiful. Her name was Angelita. The little girl's mother was dead and her father had married for a second time. The stepmother was a woman who was renowned in the city for her great beauty. As her little stepdaughter grew more and more lovely with each passing day, the stepmother became more and more jealous of the child. Each night she asked her husband, Who is more beautiful, your wife or your child? Now her husband was a wise man and knew all too well his wife's jealous disposition. And so he always responded, You, my wife, absolutely, always you. But sadly, one day, the husband died, and the stepmother and the stepdaughter were left alone in the world. They both mourned his loss deeply. One day, as they were leaning over the balcony, two passers-by observed them, and one said to the other, do you notice those beautiful women in the balcony? The mother is beautiful, but the daughter is even far more beautiful. The stepmother had always been jealous of the daughter's loveliness, but now her jealousy was fanned into a burning flame. And of course, now her wise husband was no longer there to tell her that she was the most beautiful of all. 
The next day, the mother and daughter again leaned over the balcony. Two soldiers passed by, and one said to the other, Do you observe those two beautiful women in the balcony? The mother is beautiful, but the daughter is far more beautiful. The stepmother flew into a terrible rage. She now knew that it was true, as she had long feared. The girl was more beautiful than she. Her jealousy knew no bounds. She seized her stepdaughter roughly and shut her up in a little room in the attic. The little room in the attic had just one tiny window high up in the wall. The window was shut, but Angelita climbed up to open it in order to get a little air. The next afternoon, she grew weary of the confinement of the little room. So she dug a foothold in the wall where she could stand and look out of the window. Her stepmother was leaning over the balcony all alone when two travellers passed by and one said to the other, Do you observe the beautiful woman in the balcony? Yes, replied the other. She is a beautiful woman, but the little maid who has kept a prisoner in the attic is far more beautiful. The stepmother became desperate. She ordered the old servant to carry the girl into the jungle and kill her. Be sure that you bring back the tip of Angelita's tongue so that I may know that you have obeyed my order, she said. Angelita was very happy to be taken out of the little attic and set out for a walk with the old servant with a light heart. They walked through the city streets and out into the open country. Soon they had reached the deep jungle. Where are we going? the girl asked in surprise. We are taking a walk for our health, replied the old man. Soon they were so far in the jungle that the path was entirely overgrown. No ray of light penetrated through the deep foliage. Angelita became frightened. I'll not go another step if you do not tell me where you are taking me, she said as she stamped her little foot upon the ground. The old servant burst into tears and told Angelita all that her stepmother had commanded. I could not hurt one hair of your lovely head, much less cut off the tip of your little tongue, sobbed the old man. Angelita stood still and thought. Go back to my stepmother, she said to the old man. On the way, you will see plenty of dogs. Cut off the tip of a little dog's tongue and carry it home to my stepmother. So this is what the old servant did. The stepmother believed him and thought he had slain her stepdaughter according to her command. Angelita, in the meantime, wandered on and on through the jungle. The big snakes glided swiftly out of her path. The monkeys and the parrots chattered to keep her from being lonely. She wandered on and on until finally she came to an enormous palace. The front door was wide open. She went from room to room, but the palace was entirely deserted. There was not a neat orderly room in the entire palace. 
I can make these lovely rooms neat and clean, said Angelita. They surely need someone to do it. She found a broom and went to work at once. Soon the whole palace was in order once more. Everything was clean and bright. Just as Angelita was finishing her task, she heard a great noise. She looked out of the door and there were three enormous giants entering the house. She had never dreamed that giants could be so big. She was frightened nearly to death and scrambled under a chair as fast as she could. When the giants came into the house, they were amazed to find everything in such splendid order. This is a different looking place from what we left, said the biggest giant. What dirty, disorderly giants we have been living here all by ourselves, said the middle-sized giant. I just realise it now that I see what our house looks like when it is neat and clean. What kind of fairy could have done all this work while we were away? said the littlest giant, who was not little at all, but almost as big as his enormous brothers. The three giants fell to discussing the question. They could not guess how their house could have been made so clean. Their voices were so very kind, in spite of being so loud and heavy, that Angelita decided she'd dare come out from under the chair and let them see who had done the work for them. She quickly crawled out from her hiding place. What lovely fairy is this? asked the biggest giant, looking at her kindly. He thought that she really was a fairy. This is the loveliest fairy I ever saw in all my life, said the middle-sized giant. How does such a lovely fairy ever happen to find our dirty disorderly palace? asked the littlest giant, who was not little at all. Angelita told the three giants her story. Her beauty and her sweet ways completely entranced them. Please live with us always here in our palace in the jungle and be our little sister, said the biggest giant and the middle-sized giant and the littlest giant, speaking all at once. The three big deep voices all together made a noise like thunder. So Angelita came and lived in the palace with the three giants after that. And every day when they went out to hunt, she would take the broom and make the palace neat and clean. They called her Little Sister and loved her with all their big giant hearts. All was well until a little bird went and told Angelita's stepmother that she was alive and living in the depths of the jungle with the three giants. When the stepmother heard about it, she was so angry that she thought she could never be happy as long as Angelita was living in the world. She consulted a wicked witch as soon as she could find her shawl, and the wicked witch gave the stepmother some poisoned slippers. These will cause the immediate death of any person who puts them on, said the wicked witch. Then she showed the stepmother just how to reach the palace, where Angelita lived in the depths of the jungle with the three giants. Angelita's stepmother followed the directions which the witch had given her and easily found the giant's palace. 
Angelita was so happy living with the giants and keeping house for them that she had forgotten what fear was like. So she was not frightened at all when she heard someone clap hands before the door one day when the giants were away. She went to the door and though she was very much surprised to see her stepmother, she invited her into the house. The stepmother gave her a loving embrace and kissed her upon both cheeks. Oh, dear child, it is a long time since I have seen you, she said. I have brought you a little gift to show you that I have not forgotten you. It is only a poor, paltry little gift, but it is the best I could bring. Angelita was touched at her stepmother's gift and accepted it with hearty thanks. As soon as her stepmother had gone, she untied the red ribbon around the package and opened it. Inside was a pair of leather slippers. Angelita looked at the little slippers. They were like the slippers which her dear father had once brought home to her. How kind it was of my stepmother to bring these slippers to me, she said as she put them on. As soon as the slippers were on Angelita's feet, she fell dead. Just as the wicked witch had promised the stepmother she would do. Her stepmother was watching through the window. And when she saw Angelita fall to the ground, she hurried home in joy. Now no, I know the, the most beautiful woman in all the land. All the land. All the land. She said. When the three giants came home to dinner, they knew at once that something was wrong. There were dirty tracks on the floor and dirty fingerprints upon the door. Who made these dirty marks? said the biggest giant. What has happened to our dear little sister that she has not cleaned them away? asked the middle-sized giant. I'm afraid there's something wrong with little sister, said the littlest giant, who was not little at all. They clapped their big hands before the door, but no smiling little sister ran to meet them. They entered the big hall of the palace with a bound, and there in the middle of the floor lay Angelita, just as she had fallen when she put on the poison slippers which her stepmother had given her. What evil has befallen our dear little sister? said the biggest giant. Who could have slain our little sister whom we loved so much? said the middle-sized giant. Who will keep house for us now that our dear little sister is dead? asked the littlest giant. Then the biggest giant and the middle-sized giant and the littlest giant all began to sob so loudly that it shook the earth. Our dear little sister is dead. What shall we do? The giants could not go into the city to give their little sister a proper burial, but they built a beautiful casket out of silver and carried it to the path which led to the city. Then they hid themselves to watch and make sure that someone found it to carry it to the burying place. After some time, a handsome prince passed by on horseback. He noticed the silver casket at once and opened it. 
The girl who still formedly inside was the most beautiful maiden he had ever gazed upon. This dead girl is my own true love, he said, and he carried the silver casket home to his own palace. He commanded that no one should enter the room where he placed the silver casket. And this aroused the curiosity of his little sister at once, and at the very first opportunity she slipped into the room. She opened the casket and was surprised to see the beautiful, quiet girl. You are very lovely, she said to the still form. I'll accept your slippers. I think they are very ugly. And with these words, she pulled off the leather slippers. Angelita gave a deep sigh. (sighs) Opened her beautiful eyes and asked for a drink of water. The little sister called the prince at once, and when he saw Angelita was really alive, he could hardly believe his good fortune. He asked that the wedding night be celebrated immediately. Angelita begged that she might go back into the deep jungle and invite the three giants to the wedding. The biggest giant, the middle-sized giant, and the littlest giant, who was not little at all, came to the wedding feast. After that, they visited their little sister often at her new home. And when she had children of her own, it was the funniest sight one ever saw to see the biggest giant hold the tiny babies upon his knee. And as for the wicked stepmother who was overcome with jealousy, she was never heard of and never seen of again. Did this story remind you of any other fairy tales about a jealous stepmother? Yes, it's a lot like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, isn't it? But there's a few differences. Can you list the differences? What do you think the story's souvenir is? Do you think it has something to do with it's not a good idea to let yourself be overcome by jealousy, right? Next time you feel a teeny tiny sliver of jealousy, try making a long list of all the things in your life that you're grateful for. That usually helps. I know it helps me for sure. And right at the top of my list is always you, my wonderful, loyal listeners. Always grateful for all of you. Cheerio, then join me next time for Journey with Story. Music and post-production was by Colette Jonas.